Hello and welcome to Her Ambitious Career, the success podcast for corporate women who want more from their lives and careers. Each week, we share career and leadership strategies to help you set stretching goals, own your value, build visibility and credibility, gain recognition, get paid and confidently take your career to that next level. Whatever your ambition, let's do this thing. Now, here's your host and career success expert, Rebecca Allen. Hi there, welcome on in. It's me, Rebecca Allen executive coach and personal brand expert for corporate women. I am delighted to be here today talking to you today about the problem with values. Part two is being overly loyal, actually costing your career. So this is part two of my three-part series where we're exploring how our own values can sometimes sabotage us and even hold us back from achieving our true potential. And when we talk about top-level values, I actually call them sunshine values, then we often think about them in a positive way, don't we? Values like freedom, like health, like family. And the idea is that we should live by our values and defend those values with clear, robust boundaries, no matter what life or other people throw at us. We're taught to defend our values and to live true to those values. But what happens When a value that you hold dear actually blinds you to the negative impact that supporting that value might actually have on you. It's a really interesting concept. And I talked in episode 110, which was part one of this three-part series, about the value of responsibility and how being responsible, certainly overly responsible, can actually sometimes backfire on you. So for example, being overly responsible can mean you're eager to be the leader and solve the problems all around you, which can result in you taking on more work or the work of others, especially if they're falling behind somehow. So that value of being responsible when taken in the extreme can mean that you're shouldering the responsibility for all. And the message of that episode, which was episode 110, is that maybe not everything is actually your responsibility. And I think some of the clients that I work with have that high level of responsibility. They're high achievers. They believe it's their responsibility to take on everyone else's responsibility. And actually being overly responsible can actually be downright exhausting. So look, this week, I'd like to follow on with this concept of responsibility and talk about a different value, a second value, and that of loyalty. So loyalty is another one of those values that on the face of it appears to be very positive. But perhaps at times being overly loyal can actually sabotage your own options. It can actually sabotage your own success. Now, a while ago, while researching the many forms of conscious and unconscious bias that we grapple with on a day-to-day basis, I first came across the concept of loyalty bias. And it's really interesting because being a coach who only works with corporate women, I found this concept to be really quite profound. It really pinged in my mind. I was thinking, oh, wow, that's a really interesting concept. And it's something that I was really resolved to delve deeper into and really dig into as a topic. So let's explain what loyalty is, loyalty bias is, and see what you think about it. So I'd love 
you to be thinking about how does this apply to me? Does it apply to me? Um, and if it does, what do I want to do about it throughout this whole episode? Okay, so loyalty bias is this inherent assumption or bias made by other people about us that you'll most likely remain loyal to them or to a team or to an organization no matter what they or what circumstances are thrown at you. So you'll remain loyal and stay with your company, for example, if you're repeatedly rejected for a pay rise or a promotion. Now, you might not be surprised to learn that research suggests that loyalty bias affects women more than it does men. And isn't that in itself really interesting? You might be listening right now and be thinking, well, well, that's me. Maybe you've been working really hard. Maybe you've been grafting. Maybe you've been delivering, but you just aren't getting a break. And is that loyalty of yours essentially being rewarded or not? Do you know that you're unhappy? Perhaps you're feeling stuck in a mediocre role, but you don't call it out. Is your loyalty taking priority over your actual needs and wants? Perhaps you've been overlooked for promotional pay rises, but you've remained loyal and haven't sought out an alternative career opportunity yet. So maybe this constant rejection actually forces you to work even harder rather than helping you walk away. And that is the thing around loyalty bias. Loyalty is about faithfulness and allegiance. And in itself, those characteristics feel right, don't they? They feel important. They feel like they are worth defending. But does it still feel right? And this is what I want to put to you today. If you are somehow being negatively impacted as a result of that loyalty, maybe you're being taken advantage of. And at what point do you draw the line? So in my career strategy coaching sessions that I have with my clients all around the world now, we have clients literally in every corner of the globe, I talk with my clients about what I call the two tracks. And I'd love to share those with you today to give you a bit of an insight. So track one runs like this. What do I need to deliver for my company? What do I need to deliver for my team? What are my KPIs? How do I essentially succeed in this role? And I find women do track one really, really well in the main. Meanwhile, there's track two, which is whilst you're doing all that delivering, what's in it for you? So what do you want from the role? What do you want from this opportunity? How do you want to gain? How do you want to move forwards? And what will the result of all that hard work actually be for you? So tracks one and two need to be running simultaneously side by side for you to feel successful in your role and delivering in your role, but also getting some benefit for you at the end of the day, whether that's a promotion, a pay rise, recognition, opportunity, learning, whatever it might be for you. But the thing that I think is really interesting is with a very strong loyalty value, when you believe loyalty is really, really important and it's something you feel like you need to prioritize even over yourself and what you need, you run the risk of focusing only on that first track and delivering for your company whilst forgetting to deliver for yourself and for your career too. So I hope if you're listening to this and that's actually really, really resonating with you, that you're thinking, wow, that actually has hit the nail on the head. I hope it has. I hope for some of you listening right now, you're thinking, actually, that's exactly the challenge that I've got. Because identifying the challenge that you're in is always your first step to fixing it, right? But I think the complication is, yes, women are, from research, deemed to be more loyal generally, Right. But you've also got on top of this, this layering of loyalty bias, which does affect women more than men. And it's that assumption 
that you'll never be a flight risk, even if you are continuously overlooked for opportunities. It means you'll take on more, you'll accept and absorb more of that rejection, whether that's for new jobs or new opportunities or pay rises, but you'll stay quiet and you'll continue just to plow away at your role in the hope that things might change tomorrow. So there's actually been a lot of research into this concept of loyalty bias. It makes me a bit mad when I read it, to be honest, but it's what we're faced with. You know, women have so many barriers and challenges that they face in the corporate world. And, you know, loyalty bias is just yet another one of those challenges. But we have to be consciously aware of these challenges because, like I say, unless we have the conscious awareness, we can't do anything about it. We have to work on what we can control and what's in our boundary of influence um, and I think being armed with the knowledge of what may or may not be going on, maybe you have got loyalty bias happening in your company, maybe you haven't, but being aware that it's a possibility is really important. So I just want to share with you a quote that I pulled from this Harvard review research, which I thought was really interesting when it was talking about loyalty bias, right? So it was saying that standout women employees can be taken for granted by firms or organizations because of gendered beliefs about who is and who is not a flight risk, i.e. are you likely to leave a company because you got rejected, you didn't get your promotion or you didn't get your pay rise. Moreover, such gender dynamics likely contribute to the glass ceiling and gender gaps in earnings. If firms or organizations assume that women will place loyalty to the firm over advancing in their careers through outside opportunities, they won't engage in preemptive retention efforts like bonuses, raises, promotions, or increased responsibility like they would do for men. So it's that idea that if women remain loyal, put up with all of this stuff being thrown at them, and don't seek an external opportunity, you know, to get a job outside of that organization, there's very little incentive for the organization to really ramp up those incentives within, with, you know, internally. They're kind of like, well, you're going to stay anyway. I may as well just keep underpaying you. I may as well just keep um, you in this role and keep you in this operational space rather than pushing you up and giving you that leadership opportunity, which is why I'm in business, to be honest, which is why so many women want to work with me and help build that presence and that executive profile to build their presence and to push back when they feel like it's not on brand or it's not feeling authentic for them. It's so important that we all understand the value that we're adding commercially to the business that we operate in and can package that value and talk about that value with confidence so that you have that ability to push back when you feel like you're being treated unjustly and call out the situation that you find yourself in. I think that's the important thing and that's the important shift. We have to see the value in ourselves before those other people will see it in us, those stakeholders will see it in us. It's a pretty low-end deal for me, this concept of loyalty bias. It's another thing that's just keeping us stuck and keeping us trapped. And I want, really want you to encourage you to start challenging the situation and also perhaps how you're thinking about it and how you're approaching it. We all know the corporate world is still not a level playing field when it comes to gender dynamics. And across many industries, opportunities still aren't equal. But you do have choice. And I'd love to share with you today some ideas, some questions to help you challenge where you are. I'm all about empowering the individual. I'm all about giving you tools and practical strategies to help you move forwards in your career and get ahead. And look, if you like what you're listening to already, then you might want one of my free downloads 
It's called Land Your Next Promotion and it's a checklist. It's a really simple checklist to get you on the ladder and get you moving forwards. All you have to do is go to rebeccasfreegift.com forward slash checklist. Super simple. You get hold of your copy and you'll be motoring within the hour. Okay. So like I say, I'm all about practical strategies. I want to arm you with the tools, the real tools that you need to get ahead in your career. Let's talk about some ways that we can start questioning whether or not you're getting what you want from your outcomes and you're getting the opportunities that you really, really deserve in your career. So if you're feeling like loyalty is one of those things that you feel is something you value highly, you know, first and foremost, I want you to understand that loyalty is a really important value. It's when we take it to the extreme and we somehow are limited by the value ourselves that I'm drawing attention to today, okay? So I'm saying be loyal, but be aware that you don't want to somehow be sabotaged or limited as a result of the loyalty value that you you know, you know hold dear. So let's look at some questions to help you. I really want to get into the questions. The questions are so exciting and interesting to help you think about this differently. So I'm going to share, I think it's seven questions with you. Here it goes. So you might want to get a, a, a notebook or something like that to help you You might want to um, have a bit of paper or something so that you can write these down and start asking yourself these questions right now. So number one is, am I getting the recognition and opportunities that I absolutely deserve in my career? And that's pretty clear. It's yes or no. Am I getting everything that I really want here right now? The second question is, could my own loyalty be stopping me from progressing right now? Okay, so could my own loyalty be stopping me from progressing? Am I allowing the pushback? Am I allowing the negative feedback when it comes to me asking for my opportunities? Am I allowing that? That's a question we need to ask ourselves. You might also want to ask yourself whether you're ready for those opportunities because sometimes we can push for things before we're ready. I'm a big believer of pushing for things and stretching yourself, but sometimes we have a blinker, if you like, that we haven't done the work yet to actually push for the next opportunity. Sometimes we do actually have to do a bit more grafting before we're ready to be asking. So I want you to genuinely ask, am I genuinely ready for that right now? Have I actually asked for those opportunities? Have I actually gone out there and asked for the opportunities and the recognition I want? Or am I just assuming that my hard work is going to deliver that outcome for me? I find this is a common trap women fall into where we just assume the work will be enough and it never is. I can tell you it never is. We have to do the work to build our profile. We have to do the work to build our sense of worth in our value so that we can confidently then pitch and position ourselves effectively in the business. You can also ask yourself, look, is there any prospect I will actually get what I want here right now in my current opportunity? You know, maybe there is bias afoot. Maybe there are these external barriers in place. Maybe people don't want to see you succeed. Who knows, right? You have to also be cognizant of the fact that you need to have that mentoring around you and that sponsorship, that advocacy to help you drive your career forwards. And if you're not getting it here, sometimes you absolutely do need to ask the question, do I need to go outside of this place to get the opportunities I want? Because sometimes, and this leads to the next question I wanted to talk with you about, is am I being pigeonholed in a role that I have actually outgrown? That is a really important question to ask yourself. Are you genuinely getting the opportunities here? Is the perception that your boss or other stakeholders have of you actually limiting you and keeping you where you are? So is that enough for you? If it is, fine. And if it's not, then it's up to you to challenge it, right? It's your career. The decisions you make in your career are your own. And it's up to you to drive the outcomes you really want for from it. 
So my final question is, is what is actually keeping me here in this company, in this role, in this opportunity? What is keeping me here? What is the opportunity? What am I benefiting? Remember the two tracks I talked about earlier. Track two is all about what do I want from it? What do I want to get from it? And if you're genuinely struggling to answer that question, then it might be just time to reconsider, maybe over the holidays, and have a think about, well, actually, am I getting what I really, really want? So you might want to listen out for my third and final episode on values very, very soon, where we're actually going to be looking at the value of perfection and the kind of challenges that perfection brings on so many people. But hopefully you're starting to see a pattern between when we have these values, we've talked already about responsibility. Today we're talking about loyalty. Next time we're talking about perfection. You know, on the face of it, these values seem positive and important, and they are, right? But I think you have to think about whether or not you're actually benefiting as a result of having the value. At what point do you draw the line? At what point do you say, actually, this has now gone over the boundary of what's acceptable with this value? And at what point do you say, no, enough now, I need to get back on top of this and I need to get back in the driving seat of my career? So I mentioned a a free resource earlier. It's called Land Your Next Promotion. It's a fantastic detailed checklist to give you some good ideas as to how you can build your profile, like I said earlier, and also talk about the value and the impact that you're making. It's so important that you do that regularly. Um, So get your copy of that checklist. You just go to rebeccasfreegift.com forward slash checklist. Super simple. I'll make sure that it's in the show notes so that you can grab your copy. Hope you've absolutely loved today's episode. We love them short and snappy. And to give you lots and lots of value and practical insights, hopefully you're getting a lot from the podcast. Refer your friends to our podcast. We love to have people join us in our community. So please do let them know about her ambitious career and all the goodies that you get from this podcast every single fortnight. We love coming to you every single time. And I'll see you again next fortnight. (laughs) 